Hello, Rebels of the Revolution. Normally, I start off this podcast by saying hi, but I'm going to start this one off by saying hydration. We know how important hydration is for our bodies. It's the thing that keeps us running, right? You want to be a well-oiled machine. You want to be running efficiently. You know what can help you run efficiently? Liquid IV. It is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product that you are missing in your daily routine. It comes in a little stick that's a powder, and in just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. If you use it first thing in the morning, maybe before a workout, when you feel run down, maybe after a long night out and doing a little partying, you know what I mean? And what if you have like a long flight or something like that and you just bleh, right? We all feel that way, bleh. So add this to your water and that convenient packaging can go with you anywhere you go, even if you're going to the gym or you're traveling or you're at work and maybe you didn't have a great breakfast at least it's something that will fuel you up in the morning and there's a whole bunch of flavors that are available like sea berry strawberry lemonade concord grape lemon lime pina colada tropical punch watermelon strawberry passion fruit guava acai berry did i say that right i never know how to say that but those are just some of the flavors. Here's some statistics for you folks. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and even vitamin C. And we all know how important those B vitamins are. It's got three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's made with premium ingredients. It's non-GMO and it is free from gluten, dairy, and soy. I'm going to offer you a great deal, Rebels. If you go to liquidiv.com and use offer code Sherpa, you can get 20% off of anything that you order on that site when you're shopping for some better hydration. So that's Liquid IV. Check it out at liquidiv.com. Too Many Podcasts is brought to you in cooperation with the SJ Network. If you are a person who would like to appear on podcasts, contact Stephen Joyner at s-j-network.com. We now direct you to the Sherpa Chalet where we will turn it over to Jim the Podcast Sherpa. How he got this job is anyone's guess. This week on Too Many Podcasts, it's a chat with Parks McGregor, who hosts the podcast Crossman Productions. It's interesting to note that Parks is experienced in television and radio, while the Sherpa's only level of experience has been looking and sounding like static. If you're wondering how to look like static, just stick a balloon in an ugly sweater. Now you know what a police sketch of the Sherpa looks like. Welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts. Now, podcasting from the Sherpa Chalet on Mount Podcastia, he's your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. Hello there, Rebels of the Sherpa Lucian. Welcome to Too Many Podcasts. It is the podcast about podcasts and so much more. And it's me, Jim the Podcast Sherpa, coming to you from Sherpa Lou Studios, high atop Mount Podcastia, of course, bringing you another interview with another one of our podcasters who's out there in the mountains of podcasts and the like. I don't know why they always say the like and other stuff. I like that. A little more informal. Anyway, why don't we talk about our guest today? Who's our guest today, Sherpa? His name is Parks McGregor. He is originally from Chicago, now living in Texas, and he hosts a podcast called 
Crossed Man Productions. And his nickname is Cross, but he actually goes into why it is in the interview. It's actually a pretty nice story. And he likes these inspiring stories. You know, he gets to talk to these amazing people and get to share that with his audience. And we got to talk a lot about that. And we also got to get to know Parks a little bit. We had some fun. So I wanted to have a listen to my interview with Mr. Parks McGregor of Crossman Productions. Hello there, Rebels. We are here in the Sherpa screening room, conference room. One of these rooms in the Sherpa Chalet. I don't know. I'm, I'm somewhere. I need a map to get them around this place. But anyway, through this video, through this little video screen, I am joined by a guy named Parks McGregor, and he is the host of the Crossman Productions podcast. And we're going to get to know about him, and we're going to get to know about his podcast. And uh, and and then he belonged to the Columbia Record Club when he was a little kid. Did you ever belong to that? You know, what? I'm, I may have been. <laughs> Twelve albums for a penny. How could what could possibly go wrong? Right. Yeah, you know, that, that's a, uh, man, that was a long time ago, man. <laughs> I mean, who else was going to buy Mitch Miller's greatest hits but somebody with a penny, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, I remember you going down that checklist of checking off all the albums that you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always got to, to about six, and then I would be like, oh, man, I got to twist my arm to figure out the other six. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want any square dancing records. <laughs> right. <laughs> So how are you, Parks? It's nice to meet you. Oh, it was nice to meet you. Thank you for uh, having me on the show. Oh, it's always a pleasure, sir. Now, how did you get into podcasting? Um, well, I've been doing uh, interviewing you know, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, just recently, during the pandemic, I decided to get back into mm-hmm. uh, doing doing a podcast. You know, with uh, you know, everything that was going on during the pandemic, um, you know, everybody was kind of social distancing, social distancing themselves. And, um, you know, everybody was getting online and, and, you know, I don't know if you were online during that time, but everything just became so toxic. Oh yeah. Everything was so, you know, divided. It was race, religion, politics, you know? So I decided I wanted to do a podcast that would, um, show that we have more in common than we have that separates. So the idea was to bring people in to share their journeys. Um, and to help encourage and inspire other people. Mm-hmm. And, and we also, I would say we really also need that uh, now as much as ever, too, even right. though uh, the, the worst of COVID is behind us anyway. So we hope. <laughs> right. I agree. <laughs> no, we definitely, uh, we definitely need uh, more uh, unity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, during the, you know, this, I'm going on um, year three now. So this is, we're about to start season three. Okay. Uh, for uh, for cross my productions, and I'll tell you what: through the last two years, I've met some of the most amazing, you know, just amazing people. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure, I, I can imagine. Now, wh- how'd you get the name Crossman Productions? Um, well, my nickname is Cross. Okay. Um, so you know, growing up, I grew up in Chicago. Um, so my my uh family, my friends, they all call me Cross. Uh, and you know. When I went into television and uh, and radio, I decided to use Crossman Productions. Um, and my mom actually, uh, before she passed, uh, one day she woke up and she uh, told me she had a dream and she had the symbol. Uh, mm-hmm. She dreamt the symbol was uh, all around the world, um, so she drew it out. So yeah, I've, I've used this uh, logo ever since. 
<laughs> How did you get the nickname Cross? Uh, well, it was short for Red Cross because I was always helping people. Oh, okay. So, you know, people would call me Red Cross, you know, hey, go to Red Cross, go to Red Cross. But um, I shorted it down as Cross. Um, and then, you know, it just kind of caught on from there. I like it. <laughs> it's something like positive, you know, because sometimes people get nicknames and like they, they get stuck with them and it's like, no, I hate being called that, but at least right. yours are something out of something positive. So that's that's a cool right. thing. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about some of the guests that you've had on your show, Cross. Wow. We've had, you know, so such an amazing guest. Uh, you know, I've, I've uh, ran into you. A, a agent, uh, Steve Joyner, who's a friend of both of us. Sure. Um, and, you know, Steve has brought in some, uh, just some really, you know, really cool people. Um, we had Bennett uh, Yerlinen, who was one of the um, the writers, co-writers of Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. Um, Larry Hankin, which is, you know, you know, just a multi everything. <laughs> yeah. That dude's been in 206 films, uh, you know. And then, um, man, Michael McGlone. I don't know if you know Michael McGlone. Uh, uh, no. He's from, uh, let's see, She's All That. And he was in um, the McMullen Brothers. Okay. So, yeah, he was like one of the first uh, um, big uh, actors they actually had on the show. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I met uh, Pooja. Uh, Pooja is... Um, an actress that's in Chicago and she was in Chicago Med and um, The Lincoln Lawyer mm-hmm. on Netflix. So okay. yeah, met some amazing people. Here in uh, in Texas, they, they have a show called Vindication um, and uh, Ty Terry, um, Cameron Arnett, uh, Venus Monique, uh, man, just a, just a ton of people, man. I can't... Mm-hmm. Sure. So I'm so what uh, what kind of inspiring stories did you get to hear from from some of these guests? Um, you know, so what we do is we talk about kind of what life was like growing up, yeah, and then we talk about um, where they kind of found their their purpose and passion in life, mm-hmm. um, and then some of the things that they've had to overcome, some of the lessons that they've learned. Um, you know, we've had you know not everybody on the show is are actors and you know athletes. Uh, we've had just you know, um, you know, common people. Uh, my probably my my um, my most memorable uh, interview was with Elizabeth Gerald, and Elizabeth is an activist in Chicago, and um, her daughter um, was uh, was raped by you know a child molester, mm-hmm. um, and she ended up committing suicide, and her mom became an act uh, an activist out there. Oh wow! Uh, I mean, that was such a that was probably the toughest interview I ever did, you know, you know talking to her about that. Uh, that. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to talk to a parent about, you know, just absolute heartbreak, you know, when it comes to their kids. Right. Yeah. You, you almost feel a kind of helplessness when you're hearing them speak, right? Right. And, but she's such a, you know, she, she's such an incredible person. I mean, she's a fighter. She, you know, she's out there advocating uh, you know, and and working with people who you know with teens who are uh, dealing with that situation, mm-hmm. uh, she's dealing with you know working with uh, women who are part of you know domestic violence, and I mean she's just doing some amazing stuff out there. I can't give that girl enough props because she's just yeah, you know, <laughs> she's she's a, she's a strong person. So 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, that's what, you know, I think separates people sometimes yeah. that, you know, you, you get that person that you can let tragedy knock you down or make tragedy make you get back up and fight even harder. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting when you get people like that, especially, you know, like they may not be uh, a name that maybe everyone knows, but right. like as podcasters, we get to let them tell their story and you, right. you in, in a small, like, like, that's what I feel like in a small way, you feel like you're part of that. Like, like here's a positive message that, you know, that anybody who's got their earbuds on right now, or they, you know, or they're playing me on their smart speaker, they're going to get that message too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, the whole idea of what we do is, you know, is to really encourage other people. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of, you know, for, for me anyways, is to, you know, find what you're good at, what you're passionate about, you know, and not be afraid to go chase it, you know? Sure. You know, I bring these people in to share their stories um, because they share, you know, some of the things that they went through, mm -hmm. uh, you know, stuff they had to overcome. Um, you know, and it's, 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 you know, it's incredible. Just it's some of the stories that, you know, that you get to hear is just. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can imagine, you know, uh, sometimes we, you know, like, I guess you mentioned earlier, like sometimes we don't know how bad we've got it right. until we hear someone else's story. And then right. like, it kind of puts everything that we suffer through, you know, in a different perspective. Right. You, you said that, uh, you were in television and radio also? Yes. So um, I originally uh, started off on public access television in Chicago. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, back when, uh, um, you know, public access was, you know, was really big. As a matter of fact, I missed my graduation to do my first television show <laughs> <laughs> on public access television. So were you the host uh, of the show? Yeah. So, well, would you, in public access, you had to go through this course. It was an eight-week course so that you learn all the equipment, and then uh, you had to actually put a show together. Okay. Uh, the day that we had to put the show together fell on my graduation, so <laughs> I decided to do that instead of going to my graduation. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they're calling your name, and they're like, well, no, he's on TV right now. So, okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> just, just mail him the diploma. <laughs> so and I remember, too, my first uh, live event you know, that we did, I was we had five minutes and we could talk about anything, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, Oh, five minutes doesn't sound like a lot, you know? Um, so, you know, I don't know, maybe a minute into it. I realized I still have four minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Let's that, all sing. Shall we? Right. I had, I had no idea what I was going to do for, you know, four minutes. So uh, it was the most terrifying, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> terrifying, uh, uh, you know, event in my life. And I was like, yeah, it was crazy. Now, now, is your uh, your podcast is it video or audio? Uh, it's both. It's, it's video. Both. Okay, carbs live. Yeah. Okay, because I was going to say, like, you know, if you ever had a show that, that where you were stuck in that position again, people are going to see the sweat coming down your head. You know, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're sitting there. And they're like, "Got to say something." <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe it has started to rain in the studio. <laughs> right. Well, the whole the whole premise was, um, I was there to promote a new show mm -hmm. uh so but i already promoted it within 30 seconds <laughs> i was like oh this is everything we're gonna do and then i look at the clock and i'm like well that <laughs> it didn't take nearly as long as i thought it would <laughs> they always say that you know you 
usually you have to like budget for talking a little bit more because sometimes like if you if you're a little nervous, you end up right. talking fast. <laughs> right. Well, you know, and the other thing too, it's it's better to have a guest on because like you know, for me, I was just talking about you know, talking about the show, uh, you know, by myself. Yeah. It probably would have been smarter to have somebody to kind of bounce off and they could have asked questions or, you know what I mean? But then we could have made that five minutes go, you know, stretch a little longer. <laughs> you, you should have pretended like somebody was like in an audience and said, I'm sure you're wondering about this show. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, the funny thing is, is that we never did the show the way I wanted it to do. It ended up being a um, hip hop show. So it was a, um, we started, we, uh, um, made our own hip hop videos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was completely different from what the idea I had. You know. What was the original intent? The original intent was like to, um, um, go visit places around that neighborhood and like okay. showcase different places. But, uh-huh. um, instead it ended up, you know, that I, I, uh, hooked up with a bunch of, uh, rappers in the area and mm-hmm. then we just started filming, filming, uh, uh, videos, which was ironic because after I left Chicago uh, and came to Texas, my show ran uh, for a year and a half just off of reruns. Really? Yeah. So I did like a syndication deal. You can meet a rich man, Marks. Right. I know. They, they said, uh, I called. Uh, yeah, I called the studio. I'm like, you know what? Hey, can I get a copy of that tape? Uh, the tape for my show. And uh, they're like, you know, that show ran for a year and a half, and you were gone. And we got so tired of it, we just recorded over it. <laughs> Either that or the tape broke, right? Right. <laughs> we played this 5,000 times. <laughs> the tape just doesn't hold on that long. We're not right? digitized yet. <laughs> yeah. And that was back in the day where, you know, you had to splice, you know, everything together. You get the big reels and, you know, it was, technology has changed so much since then. <laughs> yeah. Well, even sometimes with the, with the, I guess when they digitize too, I guess even if they probably do it that time. I wonder if there's like any degradation where like you would look like, you know, well, well here's Parks and now he's pixelated like he's committed some sort of a crime. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people will be calling crazy. you, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, just repeats. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how this show lasts a year, year and a half, but yeah. This is crazy. So you were the king of the public airwaves then for a while. Yeah, I guess so. The public and then, access uh, airwaves, yeah. <laughs> so and then um, later I went in, into um, uh, internet radio. Okay. Um, and then and we had a hip hop show. Um, the sh- uh, the station was called Heads Up Radio, mm-hmm. Heads Up FM, and uh, they played hip hop music from the West Coast and the East Coast, and we brought uh, the music from the South, which we call the Dirty South. Okay. Uh, and so when I first started, um, you know, airing on uh, Heads Up, they had like, I don't know, I, I want to say it was like 28,000 views our first month. And then our second month, we hit, uh, I, I interviewed a very popular um, artist's mom. He, he uh, uh, was shot and killed in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And I uh, interviewed his mom, and our ratings shot up to a million viewers. Wow. Um, and then within three months, we had 3 million viewers on that uh, internet uh, radio station. So, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's got to be a little mind numbing, too, because, you know, 
you know, especially when we do stuff like that, and we have like big shows and, you know, you're just talking to the one person and maybe there's no one else around or maybe, you right. know, a few technical people and they're like, oh yeah, 3 million people have just heard this interview and it's you yeah, know, this grasping that has got to be like a little crazy. Yes, it is crazy. You know, and, and back then, um, you know, it's not like it is now where everything's monetized and, you know, uh, it was just like, you know, you look at your viewership and they're like, oh yeah, it's 3 million people. What do I say? Uh, okay. I didn't get paid for any of it. <laughs> <laughs> now you, so you bring in the millions and what do they reward you with? <laughs> right. <laughs> so. you, you said you were originally from Chicago, from Chicago and you're yeah. living in Texas. What, what are like the biggest differences? Cause I mean, that had to be a, a bit of a culture shock when you moved down to Texas for you. Oh, absolutely. So um, I was born and raised in uh, Hammond, Indiana, which is the suburb, one of the suburbs of uh, Chicago. Okay. Uh, and so it took me a while to get used to Texas. The first came to Texas, I literally, I hated it. Um, my parents moved here uh, when I was uh, 17. When I turned 18, I moved back to Chicago on my own. Okay. Uh, and it took probably about a good, I want to say about three years before I finally kind of adapted <laughs> to uh, Texas. But now I love Texas. I, I mean, you know, Texas is home and, uh, you know. You know, once once I I you know was able, I, I think it was a mindset too. Sure. Because in Chicago, um, you know, everybody was we were all poor, mm -hmm. so everybody kind of relied on everybody. Um, when we got to Texas, Texas is more independent. They're more like you know, go out there and work for what you get. You know, and, and you know, there's not a lot of sympathy. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so uh, it kind of forced me to. Um, go get things I wanted to get. You know what I mean? Right. And it took a while to to adjust that mindset uh, from, you know, trying to rely on the people to survive to learning to be self-sufficient and, you know, independent and take care of yourself. Yeah. And, and I guess really everybody should really kind of have that sort of balance, you know, you got to right. know, you know, when you got to, when you can help yourself and when, you know, you, you might need it, you know, somebody to lend right. a hand for something. Yeah, exactly. I think there's a fine balance there, and and you know, and there's nothing wrong with asking for help when you need help. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not opposed to that. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, for me, it was it was a, um, I guess a learning experience. You know, and and learning to be self-efficient and self, you know, to be uh, independent and mm -hmm. you know, so it, it was good for me. Yeah. Sure. And and even just like I said, the, just probably just the culture shock itself. You know, when you're going from you know a big city like Chicago right. and outside of uh, outside of Dallas as well, right? Right. And you so, know, yeah, the biggest thing was the weather, obviously. Oh, oh yeah. You know, because you know, Chicago is freezing cold. You know, it's cold. <laughs> and but I used to walk everywhere in Chicago. You know, everywhere I went, I just walked. So um, here, you know, when I got here, I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk uh, halfway across the city uh, to my uncle's house in 103 degree heat, you know? <laughs> and so I got there and I, I swear I was going to die. I thought I was going to die. Like he's a uh, yeah, heat stroke, man. Mm -hmm. So it was the weather. Yeah. It took a while to get used. And it's still in the summer. I hate the extreme heat in you know, the, the summers. Yeah. And yeah, I'm sure like when you were taking that walk to your uncle's probably at, 
the halfway point, you're like, well, maybe this wasn't such a good idea <laughs> after all. Yeah, you, you start thinking that, but you're like, I'm already started. I got to get there. So, <laughs> but now you're an old pro at it. Now, yeah, now I'm pro. I, now I, and you probably drive a lot more too. Right? Yeah, now I just drive. <laughs> I don't walk. I don't walk as much as I did. Yeah, and use the air conditioning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so parks now. Um, I'm sure like when you're maybe not working on your podcast, maybe are there other podcasts that you're checking out? Um, you know, there's, I, I, I always love working with people on podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I first started, um, you know, um, I met a lady named Anastasia DeVerkos who had a uh, podcast in Australia. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, I would watch her. She kind of um, stopped doing the, the podcast, but uh, such an amazing person. She is really an amazing, uh, uh, you know, individual, and she had an amazing podcast. Uh, hopefully, she'll start to back up again. Um, and then I have to mention my friend, uh, a pro slacker, uh, who actually had his own podcast. We kind of combined and did the Cross and Pro show. Okay. Uh, and then, um, you know, stuff we were talking about about you know being uh, going after your passion and your purpose. Um, he always wanted to be a filmmaker. Um, so he kind of left the show to, to go make films. Okay. So, you know, and he, and he's, he's knocking it out the ballpark. I mean, the guy, like right now they're making a film and I can't wait to see it. So, uh, and as soon as, you know, they're done, we'll have him back on the show and, you know, have, uh, um, some of the, um, actors and, you know, uh, from the show and we'll talk about the film. So what, what was the name of the show that, that your friend had? Do you remember the name of it? It was the uh, uh, the Pro Slacker show. Oh, the Pro Slacker show. Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we have a portion of the show, and it's called Shameless Self-Promotion. Shameless Self-Promotion. And you know, while I was trying to look you up, and like all I'm seeing on, well, I, looked, I brought up Parks McGregor, and all I just see is McGregor Park. I'm like, no, I'm not looking to go. That's <laughs> because everything's under Crossmap Productions. Okay. So if you go under, uh, you know, go to... Uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram, um, let's see, YouTube, but YouTube is, it, you, if you look up Crossman product, okay, uh, you'll see this, this symbol. Um, and then the only thing you're really going to find me on uh, with my name is Facebook. Okay. So under Parks McGregor. But all my shows are uh, recorded simultaneously on Facebook and uh, uh, YouTube. Okay. So, right. And you said that it's both audio and video. So if people even have podcast apps, they can download right. you and check you out there as well. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, um, this another thing I'm trying to do this uh, for season three is I want to meet, um, you know, and there's a lot of interesting people out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I meet a lot of actors and meet a lot of uh, athletes, amazing people. But some of the just common people, some people that, you know, just have some some of the most amazing stories. So for season three, uh, one of the things I'm gonna do that I'm doing is highlighting um, an individual each week. So you know, if somebody's looking to get you know some kind of you know some exposure, uh, they can go to my Facebook or uh, instant message me mm -hmm. and kind of share what their story is, and you know, um, you know, in, in some of their social medias or whatever, and. Uh, I'll be picking people uh, to highlight each week. Yeah, there you go. You get you get to be their voice again. Right. Exactly. 
I like that. Do you have a dream guest for your show? Man, I have a lot of people I'd love to have <laughs> on the show. Um, you know, Dak Prescott, um, I would love to get Dak on. Um, you know, I think the, the guy off the court, I know everybody, you know, off the field, everybody, you know, in Texas is giving him a hard time because of the, you know, Cowboys losing. Uh -huh. But off the field, that guy is such an amazing person um, and has such an amazing story. I would love to have him on the show. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, great people. Um, uh, one of the people that I just hit up is uh, C. Thomas Howell. Okay. Um, you know, so I'd love to have him on. Um, C. Thomas Howell, when I was in uh, sixth grade, we watched The Outsiders. Right. And so, you know, being a punk kid, you know, they had us read the book. I didn't want anything to do with the book. I was like, I don't want to read it, you know. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we did the test. I flunked the test. Then our teacher showed us the movie. And and once I saw the movie, I fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. um, I went back, read the book. I read the book to my, uh, to my younger brother. Um, you got all S.E. Hinton's books and read all of those. Um, so that movie had like a big impact and kind of, uh, you know, me getting into television and doing the stuff I do. So to sit down with C. Thomas Howell would be awesome. So, okay. Really cool. Yeah. So ho hopefully you will, uh, get some of your dream folks on there, but, uh, in the meantime, you know, you've got a lot of great stuff going on there and, uh, hopefully inspiring more and more people each week. Well, well I appreciate you, uh, you having me on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on parks. We really appreciate it. All right, cool. All right, really. Now it's time for Sherpa samples. If you've got a podcast you'd like us to sample, contact us, and we'll mention your name on the show. And once again, it is time for Sherpa samples, and this is the portion of the show, for those of you who are new, where I get to check out podcasts from all around the podcast charts and just kind of fill you in on what they're about. Not necessarily to review them, but of course, if I like them, I will tell you I like them. <laughs> I mean, if I love them, I love them, I will tell you that too. And if there is a podcast that I have not yet covered, you know what to do. Just reach out to me, just like the guy said at the beginning of the segment. It's just that simple. And you can do that by reaching out to me on social media or emailing me at jimthepodcastsherpa at gmail.com. Let's start with a couple of podcasts from across the pond, as they say. There is Pod Save the UK, and we've got a lot of Pod Save shows, and this obviously has to do with a lot of uh, British politics, and there are British commentators who are in the show. Things Fell Apart is hosted by a guy named John Ronson, and I believe it is presented by the BBC, and it has to do with a lot of culture war stuff. The episode that I listened to had to do with an actor whose contrary views became very viral in the culture wars. I guess while we're going forward, why not go historic too? Greeking out from National Geographic Kids. I like this show. <laughs> this was fun. Uh, there were so many uh, Greek gods and goddesses. And, you know, a lot of the stuff we don't really remember from school. And I like the stories that they tell in this. Really simple and really super interesting. So not, not just for kids on this one. I like this. The Harry Potter podcast. Well, it's just Harry Potter. And this is where the Harry Potter books are read by Stephen Fry. The episode that I heard was from Fabulous Beasts and Where to Find Them. Is that what it's called? And it kind of reads more like an instruction manual, but I didn't know that going into it. But I guess if you are a Harry Potter fan, you already know this stuff and you don't need me to tell you. And if you need to catch up on some things, then 
Check out the podcast. WSJ Tech News Briefing, which, of course, WSJ is the Wall Street Journal, is obviously uh, short episodes about tech. And the episode that I checked out had to do with Spotify and uh, what they're doing to make money, even though they're getting rid of people. Well, that money's going to Joe Rogan. That's where it's going. (laughs) He got another $250 million contract. And yet they got rid of a couple of good podcasts, too. They got rid of Heavyweight, uh, which... Kind of blows my mind. It was a really fantastic podcast if you want to check that one out. Dateline Originals is actually classic literature in the form of two crime stories. And they featured the story of the legend of Sleepy Hollow. Dr. Death, uh, I'm surprised I didn't really talk about this one sooner because they've had different series of Dr. Death. You can kind of figure out (laughs) what these might be about. And uh, this one had to do with a very charismatic doctor who could have allegedly been the suspect of a murder case. Dun, dun, dun. And speaking of murder, there's Murder With My Husband. Uh, This is done by a married couple, and she loves true crimes, and he doesn't. (laughs) And they talk about a lot of different crimes, and uh, they both obviously give their feedback on it, as they do on true crime podcasts and seriallessly is hosted by Annie Elise and that is a collection of true crime stories and spooky stories as well I like this one this is a pretty cool one and finally obsessed and that is hosted by a lady named Brooke Averick whom I believe uh, is the hostess of a couple of other podcasts that are out there in podcastia and it's basically a discussion of things that she and her co-hosts or obsessed with. You know what I'm obsessed with right now? Um, going into the outro. We're on that internet thingy at sharepollution.com. A very special thanks to Parks McGregor for coming on the show. And don't forget, if you want to get a little inspiration, check out his show, Crossman Productions. And if you just want to listen to this podcast, where we get to talk to more podcasters and all sorts of goofy things in between, You can hear the show on podcast apps everywhere, but I'll stop right there. Google Podcasts and Radio Public are going away. I can't believe that. Uh, I knew about Google, but Radio Public is a really good one. I'm surprised that it's going away, but I guess their time in the sun is complete. Anyway, and also you can hear the show on my website, sharpolution.com, or the Sharpolution YouTube page, which the ID for that is at sharpolution.com. And the number 5,000. You just write it all in one little glob. No spaces. And I don't have any spaces left either. So I guess it's time for me to head on out of here. You want to find out some more and keep in touch with the show? Just follow me on social media. X, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at Sherpolution. I'm there most of the time. But anyway, you can just read it and see what's going on with the show. And, And next week we will be talking with author Jonathan Rosen, and uh, he's written a bunch of children's books, and he also has a really fun YouTube channel, and hope to have you listening next week, too. And don't forget about our Sherpa Selects that are on Saturday mornings, where you can hear some of the early, early shows. And right when I was a young Sherpa, constantly hitting keyboards and not having a microphone and all sorts of other things. I don't know. But you'll get to experience the evolution of your podcast, Sherpa. I don't know what that means. Maybe eventually I will be walking erect, but you know, that's that's a different story. Until then, folks, I'm out of here. I say to you, viva la Sharpolution.
Thanks for listening to Too Many Podcasts. Please disperse. You can go home now. I said you can go home now. Viva la Chapalition. Viva la Chapalition. <coughs> oh. Yell, yeah, come back now, you hear? You know, Rebels, if you've been checking out some of my promotional ads on social media, you will be aware that I have been using a lot of AI programs to help me create ads. But you know what? There's a lot more uses for AI than just funny little videos. And I'd like to introduce one of our new sponsors, Podium. It is a leader in creating AI tools for podcasters. Now, let's say you've got a podcast and maybe you're even thinking of doing a podcast. You're probably wondering, well, how can AI be integrated with your workflow? I'll tell you about Podium. As a podcaster, you know that writing show notes and creating chapters and transcribing episodes takes a lot of time and it can cost you a lot of money too. But you know what? That's where Podium comes in. It's an AI tool designed specifically for creators and podcasters with the goal of making post-production tasks quick and easy. And in just a few minutes, Podium generates show notes, chapters, summaries, clips for social media, a full transcript, suggested episode titles, social media posts, and more. That's a lot of work for one little program. Your show notes are key to your podcast's success because it helps new listeners find your podcast and they'll know if it's a fit for them. You know, it's kind of like too many podcasts. It also improves your SEO. That's your search engine optimization. Ooh, big phrase there. And overall accessibility. And with Podium, you can focus on creating a great podcast and let Podium's AI do the heavy lifting. But Podium isn't just for solo creators and podcasters. It's a game changer for editors, producers, marketers, agencies, and production studios. Teams that use Podiums are able to increase workloads, decrease turnaround times, and improve their quality. How does it work? Very easy. First, go to Podium's website, and you'll see that link that's right there in the show notes. You get three hours free just to try it. Pretty cool, huh? And using that link also supports this show as well. And you know what else happens? Because I'm a good guy. You use my link, you will get 50% off for your first month. So visit the site, upload an MP3 file, and download your files, and that's it. And if you need anything else, you can use Podium GPT to generate articles and any marketing copy you might need in seconds instant show notes transcripts chapters for your podcast or channel this will level up that podcast so check out podium today